Thank you for tuning in to Planet Funk on 313.fm. Back again, another week, <laughs> and uh, another two guests. Tonight, uh, we got from House Coffee, James Menchez, aka James Jarvis. That's right, you are going by your uh, your alias. <laughs> for now, I think, yeah. For now. <laughs> so I'm curious, I'm curi- I mean, obviously the James comes from your first name but what does what does Jarvis come from I mean it's just a um easier to remember easier to spell I mean like my my surname uh people can't even pronounce it or spell it um in South Africa you know native country so did I actually um, pronounce it right is it Menchez Manchies Manchies close enough you know? okay so I've been saying it um, wrong for yeah. how many years now? you know everyone has it's, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is you know so that's 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 the point exactly you know um yeah, so, well, I was going to say, uh, so Parter House Coffee Detroit, which has been a thing for probably as long as this show's been a thing. Yeah, I think going on um, easily six, maybe seven, eight years now at this point. Okay. It's kind of easy to le- lose track, but yeah. Now, did you guys start at Urban Bean? Yeah, we. Okay. so um, basically um, it's the, the same year that Urban Bean <laughs> reopened. Uh, so however long that's been around is... You know, maybe six months later is, is when House Coffee started. And uh, are, are you guys doing stuff right, like as far as like broadcast on or no, anything? We, no, we haven't. Okay. Um, basically, we shut down for the uh, pandemic and we haven't really, you know, figured out a, a remote, uh, you know, equivalent. So, I mean, I'm very blessed to be on this show, obviously. I mean, you, you yeah, it's... So representing the whole house coffee crew right yeah, I now. Suppose so yeah. <laughs> well, how many people are, are, are part of that group now? Because I'm, it, I know you and Patrick were kind of like the the staple members. Yeah. Well, but... I mean, it, it 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 bounces around. You know, we're pro- probably somewhere around a half dozen now. Okay. Yeah. The thing I, um, for people that aren't familiar with House Coffee Detroit, the uh, the thing I loved about it is uh, it was. Fridays, well, it, every other Friday, right? Every other Friday, yeah. Yeah, Urban Bean Co. And uh, it was nice because you guys started like eight, about. Yeah, rough, r- roughly eight o'clock. You know, um, normal yeah. delays. You know, uh, right? You know, but yeah, um, we'd go from eight until eleven, twelve, depending on if we were busy. I mean, near the end, we were almost always, uh, you know, pretty, pretty busy. I mean, Urban Bean, you know, you get twenty people in there. It's it's packed. Right. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was just a, a, a great, um, you know, way for, for people to connect. I mean, there's a, a lot of people that, you know, that's kind of, 
how you saw all your friends every every two weeks, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. The, the thing I like about it, being a Friday earlier thing is uh, you could go there and then everyone would kind of go their separate ways. You know, some people would go to TV, some people would go to whiskey, disco, some people would go to, you know, wherever. It's kind of like right. the, I mean, people, the pre-party. <laughs> exactly, yeah. People would show up to kind of figure out what, what parties everyone was going to later, you know? So it's like, a, we had, yeah, definitely had a good symbiosis with, uh, you know, the rest of the scene there. You know, and it's something that I'm certainly uh, looking forward to continuing. I mean, uh, Urban Bean's been down for remodeling for, uh, you know, a while now, but it sounds like Josh is going to reopen soon and will, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of hard to plan, uh, you know, because you, you never know, uh, you know, what direction the, uh, the health situation is going in. But, yeah, certainly difficult to, uh, you know, pack... Uh, you know, 30 people into a sardine can like that, right. uh, you know, but one day, God willing, you know, <laughs> we'll be back. So I'm curious, how did, uh, how did House Coffee start then? Like who came up with the idea, like, let's do this thing here on Friday nights? I mean, yeah, ba- basically, um, I mean, the, the wonderful thing, uh, as, as you know about Urban Bean was that, that Josh had a, uh, open decks situation. You know, so we just decided, like, you know, I guess we were kind of the first ones, uh, you know, to carve out. I mean, initially it was Thursday, but um, we wound up moving into Friday. It worked better anyway. But, yeah, um, it just started out as as Patrick and I um, taking advantage of the open decks. And then, um, you know, Barrett and Jefferson kind of linked up with us um, maybe a year or so, two years in, something like that. And from there, you know, things just took off. Yeah, and, no, and it, uh, it definitely took off pretty quickly because, I mean, it, you know, it, like you said, you're getting good turnouts every single week right from the get-go. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, decent uh, viewership on online as well, from what I understand. You know? <laughs> That's right, because you guys were uh, broadcasting on YouTube mostly, right? Um, Facebook. Facebook, video, you okay. Know? Um, Before which, Facebook was like, no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, we were, we were getting content strikes, you know, um, <laughs> almost ever but it you know it turns into a thing where like we we shied away from using youtube because um with youtube they'd like pull the whole stream immediately like facebook it got pretty nice um later on there where they would just um they'd let you broadcast it and you know it'd be fine if you played something copyrighted they might like take the stream down and then you have to like you know some I, I guess like if you had someone there babysitting the stream and like pressing like Reconnect. yes I accept this decision <laughs> like I, I, I'll take the copyright strike you know no problem like it might not even go down but you know periodically we just have someone check and be like oh no you know we gotta re-up the stream and, and um, yeah they'd, they'd even let you post the, the video after they just mute five minutes or whatever and, and depending on you know like if you're playing techno normally it's fine but if you play something that's signed to like a very major label you know so it like the one that, really that blew my mind because i've i've you know definitely heard of you know things getting muted facebook youtube etc um i played the basement once and i played a bunch of 45s so i was playing like prince and oh, all yeah. Sorts of, oh yeah and i and it never went down really yeah okay. it was it was the one that and like even the guys running the stream are like how did this not get taken down? maybe the algo just can't <laughs> 
yeah. you know, if uh-huh. it's on vinyl, I, I think it has a lot of difficulty as well. But yeah. Yeah. One thing I, I've uh, been finding out too, I guess a lot of, because um, I know a lot of people switch to Twitch. That's yeah. kind of been the big one now. But I guess Twitch is even doing kind of the muting on the recordings afterwards. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, t- Twitch change from what i understand the situation on twitch now is that if you like i watch some streamers on there and they have like tracks that they've cleared in advance you know and you're good to go with those right but if you play copyrighted material i think you only get like one or two strikes and then you're banned from twitch forever really you know so and they they pass the felony streaming act or whatever uh, with the last COVID bailout, right? So now it's a felony to like really? distribute. <laughs> Maybe you know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm no lawyer, right? But um, yeah, there's de- we're de- you know definitely facing some headwinds with the internet. Bro- I mean, you know, and you know the the the, the story of uh, was it Rhea or um, asks me or um, no, what's the the content? Nazis that come and try to oh ASCAP yeah 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 you know they're always trying to hit you up for the the fees for playing music and, and so on and so forth so you know hopefully we continue to have platforms <laughs> and you know that's another wonderful thing about 313 FM yeah no it's uh it's because there are a few now actually popping up that are geared towards DJs um the one we use is Slipknot yeah um before that too but they got bought out by i think it's band lab and then they just kind of ruined everything gotcha <laughs> um mixcloud though uh, i noticed has their own streaming for for live streaming for djs so that's nice to see that um i mean i always, I, I would rather kind of support the little guy uh right. Matt, but uh it is nice to see bigger companies like mixcloud come in and and kind of uh i guess fix the problem that a lot of people yeah. are having um but I don't know. It, it is funny to see. I mean, people just kind of stick with what they know, and they're still broadcasting. Yeah, and on I mean, Twitch like, and... basically, the reasoning behind sticking with Facebook is like, as soon as you go live, you know, everyone that follows you or is friends with you gets the notification, and they, t- you know, and it's just like a much because it's, it's it's the House Coffee was also a party organized, you know, like mostly the invites go out through Facebook, right? So it was. Um, like even though the fidelity is bad and so on and so on and so on, it, it brought people into the shop, right? Which was the, you know, the goal. And you do get, I mean, we, you know, we do have like a pretty big library of, of people's sets, and that, that's another thing that's nice about House Coffee is we've given a platform to, you know, a lot of uh, up and coming DJs. Like House Coffee was like the first show they played, and that's you know, kind of what makes it worthwhile. You know, is, is putting my friends on and right. that kind of thing. So yeah. So I'm curious, uh, how did you get your start in all of this? Um, so like Patrick and I, um, when we were like 14 or 15, um, he his older brother's buddy was like you know a raver or whatever and DJ and into the music and so on and so forth, and we got into it like through that, you know. And it was um, you know, so like when I was a kid, I would like find you know go on soul seek and find like all the club recordings i could and listen to like you know um richie Houghton and whoever else like live from cocoon or wherever right like all these recordings and um yeah just got into djing through that sweet which was crazy you know because it's like you're 16 you can't get into a club right so right. like for <laughs> forever it was like yeah 
yeah, no, I mean, that was, that was me. I started getting into it when I was 14, and um, I don't know, it, it is funny, like, you know, well, I guess, uh, I think the first year that I started listening to this movement was a thing, or not movement at the time, it was Detroit Damn, Electronic yeah, Music dude. Festival. When yeah. it was free. It was free, and it was Hasn't all been the same sense, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 re I remember wanting to go, but I just, because I was 14, I couldn't, I couldn't convince my uh, parents to, to drive me up to Detroit to go to this crazy music festival. Right, yeah, thing, that was so. always a, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, as far as people finding your uh, like mixes and stuff online, where can people do that? Yeah, so basically I, I don't really maintain any of my own... Um, social media like presence as like you know oh, so you have an agent, Jarvis, right? the, D, no, the dj or whatever so um it's all it's all just through house coffee you know it's it's okay. like my thing so like you know and not exclude but you know i'm like rather hype the the party right so okay. like you know just you're interested check out house coffee um we're on facebook we're on soundcloud um facebook.com slash hc detroit soundcloud slash hc detroit um yeah you'll you'll find us there you guys are on instagram too right I believe for so house yeah coffee? okay at hc detroit or yep okay all right sweet makes it nice and simple well uh do you have anything else that you wanted to chat about or um i i don't think so no ready to play some tunes guess so yeah all right sweet well let's get into this then cool Alright, you are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is James Jarvis.
Waiting 
So that was James Jarvis. Coming up next, Mean Dean. But uh, I got to mention one thing really quick. In the background right now, uh, we've actually we've talked about this track a few times. But uh, it's finally got an official release now. It's going to be coming out perfect timing tomorrow on Terrence Parker's Intangible label. And uh, this actually ties in with Terrence Parker because Love's Got Me High. If you can hear the vocals, that's actually an old Terrence Parker track redone by uh, Sarah Sims out of Toronto and Desire. So you can pick this up on Intangible tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying this one. Apparently I have an old version, though, because this was sent to me a year, like two, three years ago or something like that, and I guess it's been updated. And uh, she's like, hey, let me send you this new track. And I'm like, oh, I already have that one. It's cool. But apparently I never got the new version. So this is the old version. So you're hearing an unreleased secret version. <laughs> yeah, he, right? <laughs> but anyways, like I mentioned... Standing across from me, got Mean Dean, as I bump the camera. We're on this one now. Oh, wait. What up, yo? There we go. i bring that volume down. There we go. Now we're good. What's going on, sir? Oh, not much. How you doing? Haven't been on the show in a couple of years, I'd say. Yeah, it's been a little while. So, what the heck have you been up to? You, uh, we, we were talking about, uh a minute ago about a new in I, I at least i find it interesting um new kind of gig you've been running yeah it's just a little little picking up hours on the side really yeah so so this guy standing across from me transforms little caesar's arena between the red wings hockey and the pistons basketball and he blew my mind because it's not, it's probably, I mean, unless you know what's going on, it's probably not what you think it is. Because I was like, oh man, you, you like, you're actually in the process of melting the ice and then putting the floor and stuff. But you were like, no, actually, that's not the how it goes. The ice is always there. I was surprised to find that out myself. So, so what is the process then? I'm curious, like, what do you, what do you do to switch from the, the hockey to the basketball? Uh, well, this is boring. I didn't expect to talk about it, but uh, they take down the the glass that goes around they put the floor down and then see they should leave those for one of the games and just let the basketball players check each other right well <laughs> they they the seats like you know are like on these hydraulic lifts and they move around and uh they are in di different configurations that's true you couldn't really have the courtside seats right yeah so <laughs> all those people paying all that extra money well they don't but have, then you could check them into the boards too they don't have uh you know too many courtside seats audience right now. Pe participators <laughs> right now i guess they uh can do but actually aren't they aren't or, or has that gone away weren't they in a bubble like for a minute they i don't know i, I haven't been there when the actual games are going but they <laughs> apparently they went from 25 percent to 38 percent capacity so okay however that works but uh so what been, is the process i got i gotta hear this well uh there's a bunch of racks in the back that have pieces that, you know, they, uh, we, we take apart, dismantle the penalty box and uh, roll, roll out these big pieces of, they're, you know, pieces of plywood that have got a couple layers to them and they 
put down the basketball court and uh, it's it's pretty boring. You pick things up and put them down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that that does shock me though that the ice stays. The ice is always there. Yeah. There's, there's these like plastic pieces of piece of plastic that they go down and when you're standing out there in my regular shoes I don't really slide on the ice but when the plastic pieces are on the ice those are dangerous and you can really uh you know fall and hurt yourself when you're walking around on those but uh yeah there's like 30 guys I suppose when they're when they're uh you know full full swing in season and they're switching from basketball to hockey to a concert and back and forth they can do it in like two hours but we take the full five hours because everybody's <laughs> everybody's a little rusty. But uh, I know I just picked up doing that. I've been only really doing it uh, so far this year. I, I'm still still with Audio Rescue Team, so that's my main gig. That's my you know career. That's my job. Uh, been with the company Audio Rescue Team for going on five years now. Wow! So, so that's really exciting for me. Uh, in the time span of five years, I've worked my way up from just a audio technician and then I was the shop manager and then I was the kind of uh, gig director and now I'm the general manager so oh, I've, I've worked my way up and uh, so when when is uh when is Mike gonna hand the keys over to you be <laughs> big boss yeah well <laughs> you know I, I've got them in my pocket but I will know who knows when it'll, when it'll transfer over uh, hopefully hopefully both those guys Mike and Alan are around for a long time and there's George too so you know George is the boss's son and he's obviously you know, first in line <laughs> <laughs> if he wants it I'm sure he does but uh, yeah we're we're uh, we were you know painfully slow uh, throughout most of the pandemic um, was kind of doing nothing there for a while obviously there's no gigs where we're showing up with a truck with a sound system and setting up for a dance party uh those are still you know slow to return but uh with the restaurants and bars you know being able to open again uh some of our install clients that were on the back burner for a while finally called and said hey we're ready for you to put that sound system in uh, and then obviously our existing install clients are like oh hey uh our sound system's been off for months and we just went to go turn it on and we don't know what we're doing we need you to come to fix it <laughs> <laughs> so it's the big red button push it <laughs> right right um but it's fun i mean i i love what I do and you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to uh, you know throughout my career I've kind of built up and done more audio stuff and, and kind of fell into sound guy from being a DJ uh, I don't know if, you know if that's a natural progression or not um, a lot of the quote-unquote sound guys hate on DJs oh believe me I I, I uh... <laughs> When I when I would do sound at White Star, I, I had the same feeling. Well, right. Yeah. The, the biggest one for me was was uh, sound check because I'd say, okay, we're gonna set your levels to where they should be, <laughs> right? And and I would have my volume in the club really low because no one's there, and I oh, say, yeah. okay, so we're gonna set you, and I'd go, give me like your your full volume. So they go to the beginning of the track and they just be rocking it back and forth, and I'm like, no, 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 we need to go to like the peak where right. you know there's bass and everything. Like they'd be playing like the intro with just a vocal, and I'm like, no, we're not gonna know from. <laughs> so finally, we get to the peak. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, this is where you stay. 
this is like you're not clipping i'm not clipping we're good it's just quiet because my master's not up right. i can go really loud like i can make it where it'll like people's ears were here in here <laughs> you don't have to worry about turning your end up at all certainly well <laughs> the second they see two people enter that room it's <laughs> cranked up and they look at me and they're like why does it sound like garbage and i'm like because you just cranked your board up that's like a $200 Fisher-Price mixer and that's as loud as you're going to get now. Like, Well, fortunately, <laughs> uh, I'm lucky enough to work with professionals for the most part. Um, but like I said, how I've progressed from, from a DJ to the sound guy, uh, you know, learning gain structure and the importance of uh, signal flow. And it, it amazes me the amount of DJs that kind of don't pick that up right away and they you know more louder and louder is better and having the the trim on the DJ mixer in the red and it's like what are you doing dude uh, although not all professionals do play by the rules I, I worked with a uh, I guess I won't name drop his name but uh, it was about a year and a half ago packed packed bar and this DJ's got his trim all the way up. Like, there's no room to go any further. And I went up and I'm like- In the highs, all the way up, the mids, hey, all the way hey up. Hey, dude, <laughs> what, you, what you doing there, you know? you know? Oh, I need more. I'm like, all right, we'll turn it down into an appropriate level and I'll go give you more monitor. Like, I've got a bunch of, bunch of headroom over there. And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. And, and brought it down a little bit. And uh, my coworker, he said, as soon as I turned away, the dude pulled it all the way right back up. But then he screwed himself because he was playing, he was playing digital, and uh, you know his one track's all, all the way up, and then he goes to bring in his next track, and that track is not as loud. So he had nowhere to go. And it was like, well, if you're already all the way up, and this song isn't enough, then where's there left to go? That's why got to trust the sound team to be able to take care of the DJ. So, yep. That's what I got about that. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been, I mean, other than the, the new gig, have you been playing any streams online or so, anything? Or? Uh, every year, this would have been the fourth year officially of the Mean Dean Winter Welcome to Wednesday Tour. Uh, the last couple of years, I've done um, what I call my tour, and it's uh Mostly it started out as kind of showcasing audio rescue team installs and some of the venues across town that we've installed the sound system in that I would go and play records when, you know, uh, go around town on tour, right? Uh, but I wanted to kind of do a digital version of it this year and have it virtual. Uh, and, and I just, it, it didn't end up working out like I wanted it to. I, I, I booked a couple gigs and then, it, and then, yeah, I never really uh, had the time, the chance to like organically build a Twitch following, and so I just kind of let it let it uh, pass and you know pick it up. I, you know, there's this is Over obviously here, this is, I'm this here. Is this stop, is a, stop one and stop the only one. stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's a couple. Um, oh, there is. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike Fotis has his laundry room studios out of his out of his uh, house in his laundry room, so. And they've got a, a strong following and they do regular programming so I'll be stopping by there and uh, geez I can't even think of any else right now um, 
could think of the ones that fell through, but uh, <laughs> it, uh, I, it was important for me to be organic, and it, was, it felt like this uphill battle, so I just kind of, you know, let it lie, let the let the pieces lie where they fell. So, but I'm um, excited to be here and uh, excited to play some records. Huh. Shouts out to she, uh, my my friend Jessica must uh, be listening because he just sent me a picture. Turned your gain up all the way, but I wanted it louder. The gain <laughs> is not a volume knob, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Also, shout out to the chat. I was I was uh, joking around with James. It feels like. Uh, Urban Bean circa 2019 in the chat right now. <laughs> we got Dom, we got uh, even, I, I'm assuming Steven Room because they, they're logged in as uh, the uh, Detroit, Detroit I, I Love. love. Yeah. yeah, so uh, if that is you, Steven, shouts out. Yeah, shout out Otherwise, Detroit if it's an imposter, shout out to the imposter too. <laughs> uh, Indigo's in there too. So yeah, like I said, it's kind of kind of feeling like Urban Bean right now in there. Yeah, Ur- Urban Bean's been doing all sorts of renovating. Every time I drive by, there's some, some new thing going up on the inside there. So I'm Are you guys finally going to uh, put a system downstairs so I can yank mine out? Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. you know, it's uh, best laid plans. So Okay. <laughs> so, uh... How can people follow you online? Do you have like a SoundCloud or MixCloud or anything? Certainly, the best place to, to, you know, easiest spot to get to some of my mixes is on my MixCloud, MeanDean313. You can like me on Facebook, MeanDean313. Got an Instagram that's MeanDean313, but I also have another Instagram that's hashtag MixerPolice. So, oh, oh, that's you? That's me. I was always wondering. <laughs> you didn't who know? That, no. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you. Should have, should have left oh, it a shoot. secret. <laughs> oh, no, shout out to Dom. He says, trim abuse is so bad that the DJM 900 Nexus 2 is actually meant to be uh, redlined according to the manual for its optimal headroom with an additional clip light for when it's too much. That's right. <laughs> it, it actually, it's deceiving. I think they did it on purpose so people... Uh, you know, can think they're in the red without actually being in the red. It's, it's the clip light. When that comes on, it's like, hey, dude, you really got to watch it. But That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but that is genius thinking on Pioneer's part. That's right. Yeah, and you can, you can uh, if you hold down a couple keystrokes while you turn it on, it comes up to the secret menu, and you can adjust the master attenuator, uh, and that way, that way nobody can... You have, to, it, you have to enter the secret menu so nobody can uh, turn up the master attenuator while the show's going. <laughs> oh, shoot, I'm falling behind here. I, I should have put more music on. We're still talking. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're going to listen to Sarah's track again because it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, do you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Or? Uh, no. I, really. I, was, I was busy prepping for an install at work all day and I wish I would have had more time to come here and actually shop for records but uh, you know can always come back to Detroit Threads that's true <laughs> like I always say if you can't make it here on a Thursday come by some other day of the week certainly and uh, come buy some records well so I got put... some uh, some disco house ooh so, I like that yeah so uh, We'll see how it goes. I, I think I'm ready to kind of jump right in. Okay, sweet. Sounds good. Well, without further ado. All right, you are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is Mean Dean.
Yes, sir. So that was Mean Dean. Hey. What's going on, sir? Yeah, once again, thanks for having me out. I uh, really appreciate uh, you letting this be one of my tour stops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there was, it was Disco House, but it was a little break-esque. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that disco earlier. House. He goes, I'm going to play some Disco House. And then he like throws on the first two records. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> but I definitely didn't pick any songs out of my breaks section. It just kind of happened that uh, what I was picking out was Disco House. And then, you know, some breaks-esque uh, tracks found their way in there as well. Um, I really tried to, you know, over the years, and honing in my DJing, if you will, uh, I feel like when I started out, I've been DJing for 15 years, and when I started out, I would like, you know, I'm a fan of all types of music, and, and you know, 15 years ago, it was 2005, and it was like mashups were the thing, you know, so, was, and I'm still into mashups, right, but like, I used to, you know, try to smash different genres in on top of each other, and there's a time and a place for it, but, uh, you know, I think in a setting like this, it's uh, it's a little more focused to 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 stick in one you know vein or uh, you know one area and and not kind of jump around uh, so much per se. Uh, and I think it's kind of a tell of a of a good DJ to, to someone that's like very versatile that can you know not just one genre of music. I think there's a lot of DJs that. Like they just play their tech house, or you know, they they only play that dirty bird sound, or whatever, you know what it is. And not to, to say anything against those guys, but uh, I know I was a victim of my own, you know, multi-genre jumping and this and that. So, uh, but what I one thing I do like to do is like ghetto tech with non-ghetto tech songs <laughs> <laughs> i like a lot of ghetto tech but it can get monotonous and there's only so much of it so uh a couple of my projects if you check out my mix cloud um last year on my tour one of the dates actually it was the last date that uh, happened in 2020 it was march 10th it was the day of the michigan democratic primary where uh you know you the Democratic primary, you voted between Bernie Sanders and, and Joe Biden. I, of course, voted for Bernie Sanders. Wah, wah. Uh, but I had did a classic rock America-themed ghetto tech mashup mix. Ah. <laughs> so it was my rock the vote, uh, rock the vote set, and uh, you can check that out. I also did... Um, where, where can people check that? On the Mixcloud. Okay. Mixcloud, Mean Dean 313. I think I'm going to listen to that on the way to work. That just um, sounds interesting. Yeah, there's a, so another another set that I did last year was uh, at TV Bar. Before TV dinners on Thursdays, they were, the guys were doing snack time. And uh, so I decided to do a set that was themed of snack time. And it was all food-related songs. Every song had, was food-related. And uh, it was hilarious. Um, I was making weed cookies a lot at the time, right? And so... One of the mixes was sugar and butter, and I mixed the two songs together. And it's it's very like tongue in cheek because I was like, li figuratively and literally mixing sugar and butter. And uh, I put uh, 
put green onions on sandwiches. So you could check that out. Green, green onion. Oh, oh, the green song. Green onions. Okay. And the song sandwiches. I, I, I was like thinking literally, I was like green onion. Oh yeah, the song. The but song. that's exactly it because it's like this double entendre where it works, you know, saying the title and putting the songs together and they're just like completely opposite ends of the spectrum uh, as far as music genres. But then you put them together and it ends up working and I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh Another one was uh, in December. I made a uh, a Christmas mix. <laughs> so, so if you've ever wanted to hear uh, ghetto tech <laughs> electro breaks Christmas remixes, ah. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know it's good for all, the whole year. It's a gift that keeps on giving. So, uh, so yeah, definitely check out my mix mix cloud. Mean Dean 313. And uh, I like putting stuff up there every now and then. Um, I'm going to do uh, on the, one of my next stops, the Laundry Room Studios is I'm, they asked that I play like uh, a greatest hits of Mean Dean mashups. So that will be very interesting. Now that'll be on. Uh, this is how do people tune into that? Uh, that's on Twitch, Laundry Room Studios. Um, I believe his handle is at Photon the Destroyer, but there's like underscores. But if you go on Facebook, they got Laundry Room, Laundry Room Studios has a like page on Facebook, and you can see it there. And they do all sorts of programming. He's got uh, stuff on Saturdays, stuff on Thursdays. Um, but uh, that set, instead of being vinyl, will be uh, on Serato with a Rain 62. You know, doing the mashups, you gotta have the cue points and loops, and you know, doing it digitally is a lot easier. And that, and for that type of DJing, you know, I, I different different tools for the right, you know, for the right gig. Sometimes I play on CDJs, sometimes I play on vinyl, sometimes I'm on vinyl Serato, and you know, sometimes they bust out the Fisher Price turntable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have got I've got a, a Newmark. CD mix too, uh, but I haven't found the right gig for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it drives me crazy when you see like uh, uh, an event and there's like four DJs, and every DJ has to have their own controller with their own laptop, and there's like two CDJs, tur two turntables, and two CDJs set up, and they're like, "Oh, where do I put my controller?" Like, dude. <laughs> just use a flash drive man come on get with it but to each their own so that's all i got what do you got well thank you for coming and uh, playing the show thanks again for having me much appreciated uh now normally i would tell everyone to stay tuned in because bam's house party is coming up next but unfortunately tonight he had to uh cancel the show because uh well his girlfriend got hurt so he is uh not going to be doing the show tonight but uh if you want to keep the music going uh of course you can tune into vitamin r on c jam uh if you are in the canada well windsor slash detroit area uh, you can get it on 99.1 fm or anywhere in the world at cjam.ca uh, run by swati her guest tonight is uh auntie chanel and uh yeah be another one to uh listen to 
after this show. Uh, of course, gotta say huge thank you to Detroit Threads for hosting us every week. If you can't come down here on a Thursday, come down some other time, buy some records. And uh, also gotta say thank you to our past host, Grand Trunk Pub. Um, I don't know if they're open. Do you know if Grand Trunk Pub's open? You're in the Detroit area. Uh, I do not know for officially, but I would guess huh. I would guess yes, because Checker Bar's serving food. Okay. So, but only till 10. Okay. Uh, also, huge thank you to our other past host, Urban Bean Co. We'll soon be open uh, as Speaker Box. And uh, also, uh, you should be able to catch this. Um, and then what I actually what I did about the video archives is now there's two episodes available. So uh, you have two weeks to rewatch an episode. Um, but then, of course, the audio archives are always there, never deleted. Got over 10 years of mixes on there. Um, but uh, that is all. Huge thank you to the man in command out in California, Mr. Jeff of Doom, hosting all those mixes for everyone. So can't thank him enough. Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Like I said, everyone go check out vitamin r at cjam.ca and uh yeah have a good night